Absolutely nothing beats windshield time. Welcome back to Dan the Road Trip Guy, a podcast where we have candid conversations about life lessons learned on the road. I'm your host, Bimmer enthusiast and road trip extraordinaire, Dan Neal. And now on to the show. My guest today on the show is Evelyn Barkey and Lauren Neal, and they are coming to us while still in Iceland. So I'm real excited to talk to them about their trip, everything they've done there in Iceland, and any pointers they could give to us folks that want to go there. So welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So most of you know Lauren, so we're going to focus our intro on Evelyn. And Evelyn, take a couple minutes and tell us who you are what you do and where you live and everything about you. Okay. Hi, I'm Evelyn Barkey. I'm from Ontario, Canada. And Lauren and I met a few years ago back in 2019 on a trip to Indonesia. And since then we've been yeah, just travel buddies exploring the globe. And we're both full-time photographers. I specialize in elopement photography specifically, which is why we're here in Iceland actually, because yeah, we spent the last three days exploring and adventuring all over the southern part of the island and shooting this couple. Yeah, just in all these really beautiful locations all over Iceland. We've been traveling in a van. It's been fun. But yeah, so mostly I do elopement photography and then sometimes lifestyle photography and cabin content for various different cabin rentals and cottage rentals. And I'm also a mom to a four-year-old who starts school next week. So that's fun. And yeah, is that enough? Great. (laughs) Yeah. And this is a road trip. So we're doing virtual road trips. Obviously, I'm not in Iceland. Would have been fun to be there and, and do a drive <laughs> around Iceland. But so we're on a virtual road trip. I'm in Cincinnati. They're in Iceland. And hello, Lauren. Welcome back to the show again. Thank you. Fun to be here. Yeah. <laughs> So we went to Iceland to do an elopement session, I guess you call it a session, whatever you call that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a bit more than a session. A bit more yeah. than a session. Oh, it's an event. Mm-hmm. But we traveled around in a van. So that's my first question is, how did that go? What's the, uh, and I know, Evelyn, you've done that before. This was a first for Lauren, our Midwest <laughs> girl who never really liked camping. So I'm real curious, Evelyn, how she got along. Yeah, I mean, she mentioned being out of her comfort zone a few times, but I think overall she did pretty well. We had a few minor hiccups along the way. And yeah, I think she handled it very gracefully. Um, but yeah, we had, we had a good time and I've done it before and kind of knew what I was getting into. I don't know. Would you do it again, Lauren? <laughs> would I do it again? You know, I would do it again. I, I feel like you have to be really, I don't want to necessarily say close to somebody to stay in a van with them, but you have to definitely get along well. I think there needs to be a level of comfort for sure. You're in very close quarters. And we we actually had many conversations along the trip about if we noticed any personality traits that were <laughs> irritating with each other. And we were just like open about those, which was funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty, it was a pretty rustic experience. Yeah. Rustic, would you say? Yeah. Now, did you park in like campgrounds or Walmart parking lots yeah. or how'd that work? Yeah. So it's very rural. So there's not a lot of anything out when you get out of the main city that you fly into. So now I guess in recent years, in the last like three or four years, Iceland has had so much influx in tourism that they require you to stay at campsites. Whereas on previous visits for me, you could you could kind of camp wherever you wanted and just wake up there. But now you have to go stay at campsites, which I didn't know if I liked that at first, but but it was nice because there was little cafes and showers and things like that, bathrooms. So yeah, you do have to go to designated campsites, but there are quite a few of them all over 
Yeah. And you do have to pay for said designated campsite. Yeah. So not only are you paying for the camper van, you have to pay again for the campsite, which I didn't love that because you're already you're paying for the camper van to save on the accommodation and be able to travel wherever and stay wherever. But now that's not necessarily a thing. They've 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 uh, capitalized on the on the tourism industry here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, sure. Just like we have in America, because of course, yeah. If you take your camper and you want to go to the beach, then guess what? You pay a hotel rate to stay at the beach and I think, camper. Yeah, it's definitely cheaper. It's it's roughly $40 American a night for a campground. So it's definitely significantly cheaper than if you were to get a hotel somewhere. And I think it, it, it cuts down on any littering or things like that, that they can control it a little bit more. So I think that's good for Lair Country considering the high level of tourism here. I will say when we arrived into the country, you said parking in Walmart parking lots, not that they have Walmart here, but it was torrential when we landed in Iceland. I mean, you literally couldn't see anything. So we pulled over into a gas station. We were so tired because we had not slept the night before and we took a nap for a a few hours. Yeah. In a gas station parking lot. Yeah. During the day, I think you could get away with that. I mean, we, we did anyway. (laughs) Well, Lauren, I think we can get you out on one lap now that you've experienced. Mm -hmm. I I might need a little recovery period. Yeah, (laughs) I assume after a a few days of traveling in this van, um, nearly a week, I guess, um, we have other excursions planned. Are we parting ways after this and going, you know, this was a fun friendship, but uh, let's, (laughs) let's do something else. No, we will. We will continue to travel together. Yeah. And maybe just keep the van stays to every other trip or a minimum a minimum yeah. yeah but no we had no we had no arguments at all no no we we uh <laughs> we had definitely a few mishaps in the van including but not limited to getting stuck in the sand and having to be pulled out yeah and uh locking my fault the keys in the van yeah yeah <laughs> Which we understand yeah. is pretty expensive to get undone. It yeah, was. don't do that, seriously. Or yeah. bring, it might be worthwhile to bring something to be able to, well, it would be in the car regardless, actually. True. So. True. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was not super fun, but we did meet some fun people when we, when we got stuck. We met some people that we continued to actually see along the road for the rest of the trip. We would pull into a random location hours away and see these two gentlemen that helped us out and just kind of laugh with them about the fact that we kept running into each other. So we had some good encounters that came out of the mishaps too, and some new friends. Good. And then one morning uh, it wouldn't start or something because I get a text message at like 6 a.m. here. Oh, like yeah, the, we were a little uh, concerned. <laughs> we were a little concerned the battery was dying. Yeah, <laughs> there's some lights that flashed on the dash all night, so it would just have a little bit of a hard time starting. But it all worked out. Yeah. That part was, yeah, the least avoided. of our concerns. Yeah, that's good. Did mm-hmm. you fix your own food or did you just eat in restaurants? A mixture of both. Yeah. We tried to use the, so the van came with utensils, like a little hot plate, some cookware, but the hot plate. It's like a burner. Yeah. yeah. Like a propane Mm. little stove and it kind of caught itself on fire and was burning the plastic. (laughs) I think it might've been a defective. We, our van experience, what I would say is make sure you do your research and get a good van and don't get the cheapest one available because that might've been where we went wrong as well Is that we, we picked a budget company and, the van was very lacking in 
amenities and it had some corks. <laughs> yeah. That all ultimately cost us in the end more than probably just going with the better company. Give any plugs for the van company then. Yep. Yeah. No, none to report here. <laughs> no. You were there for an elopement experience. I don't know what you call that, Evelyn. But anyway, did that go well? Yes, actually 10 out of 10 on that. And Lauren, you got to do some makeup or hair or something. I saw that. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah, the couple stayed in this really um, incredible glass house one night, which was nice because they also were staying in a van. So it was it was just nice to have some space and yeah, a clean environment to do those things in. Yeah. And Evelyn, they're from Canada or? Yeah. Yeah. They, they live in Sault Ste. Marie, Canada. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so is it like a two or three day shoot that you do with them? Yeah. So we arrive and we do some location scouting. So we go to locations that might we might be interested in and just plan out what we're going to do on the days that we're shooting. And then we do a mixture of adventuring to different locations, eating food, just kind of following them around as they have fun and stop for lunch and stop for ice cream and then go for a hike and kind of all while in her wedding dress. And then they exchange their vows the following day on the top of a cliff overlooking the ocean. And we just kind of capture all of that and hang out with them. So I assume we listen to a lot of Walter Mitty soundtrack tunes. We sure did. We did. We listened, I think, to the whole album. Multiple times. At least once. (laughs) Yes, multiple times. And did you feel like Walter Mitty? No. No. I think when Walter Mitty came, it wasn't as touristy. So we, we tried to channel the Walter Mitty vibes, yeah. but... Now, were you near the volcano? People kept asking me, oh, because they knew knew you are in Iceland, and they were like, oh, did they see the volcano? We didn't go to it, but this morning when we woke up, a gentleman explained to us all the different volcanoes and what directions they were in because it was very sunny, so you could see them in the distance. And uh, we, we actually, it was really fun when he started saying, I cannot, and please don't ask me to say the names of them, but when he was telling us the names of them, it one of them was the one from the Walter Mitty movie. And we, we both just looked at each other and we're like, oh, that's from Walter Mitty. That's the one that was erupting. Yeah. Anyways. But actually, so the two gentlemen that we encountered when we got our tires stuck in the sand, they they were telling us that they had planned their entire trip around this volcano that was active. And like the day before they arrived, it's no longer active. So the day before they arrived, it was like it became it dormant again. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and they plan their whole trip yeah. based on that. So so we could have gone to see it, but it's no longer. It's just kind of active. smoking now. It's not. There's no lava coming out. Hmm. Yeah, I've never seen a volcano erupting. Neither. So that would be interesting. Well, next, yeah, time didn't you go, next time you go, maybe you go when it is erupting and you can strap yourself on a plane and take pictures of it, right? There, there we go. There's a thought. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been told I have 48 hours in Iceland. It's a stopover. I get 48 hours. What do I do with those 48 hours? Yeah. What do you do, Lauren? So, well, Evelyn's, this is Evelyn's third trip to Iceland. This is only my first trip. We did the bottom, the southern half of the island. We drove to the other coast and kind of made our way back, which was a lot of fun. We got to see so many different waterfalls and mountains and glaciers and things like that. I've driven the whole entire island before, but it took about 10 days. So if you want, if you want to come just for 48 hours, you, you can't do a ton just because there is so much driving, but you could do some of the South coast and back and the, and there's like lots of beautiful waterfalls and lots to see 
on that southern coast. Whereas I think if you were to go ahead north, a lot of that's a little more less touristy and a little more untapped, but possibly a little bit more remote. And yeah, I think a lot of people that come, they would either do the main city or they would just drive a little bit south. You can drive three hours south and get to the glaciers and the waterfalls and the ocean and things like that. So the fur the furthest I guess, major landmark point that we went to and we actually camped there two nights was called Vestahorn. Right. Yeah. And that was pretty epic and would have been, we caught it at sunset one night and it was, it's this point where the mountains meet the ocean, but there's this stretch of shore that's super shallow. So the reflection of the mountain is really beautiful. And you can walk on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been, that would definitely be worth your while in 48 hours to yeah, it'd make be a your long way. trip, but yeah. yeah. Lots of driving, but well, that's you know, what I do. Best sites are worth seeing. People love driving here too. And if you get a camper, you can, the campsites are open super late or they, or they just let you pay the next morning. So you can pull in at night and sleep over. And even if they're not open and then just pay in the morning. So well, that's fun. Is it, is it crowded there with tourists right now? Um, yes. Yeah. But I mean, everyone's really kind. And I think it's hard because you, if you see photos of Iceland online, you might not expect it to be as, as busy as it is. But even when you do go to, it's only if you go to the really, really major attractions that there's tons of people, you can, you can also go, there'll be like a beautiful waterfall that isn't even marked as anything. And there'll be no one there. And it's like one of the most beautiful waterfalls you've ever seen. And it's not even the ones that make the top like three in that area. So there are places you could go that aren't busy. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of lot of tourists all the time. And we, we really, you know, the further we got out, the less. So a lot of the tourist attractions are roped off and there's restrictions on where you can go, which makes sense because they want to preserve the land. But the further you get out, the more. The less, yeah, restricted you are. Because yeah. I think that the majority of people do the south and so they've had to put in a lot more regulations. But when you go up north, there's really nothing. Which was interesting. To see the difference. No restrictions anyway. Well, good. That sounds like fun. It's on my list of places to go. So maybe some. You would love it. You would be channeling your inner Walter Mitty. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I played the soundtrack just because you were there. I, I pulled it up the other day at work and I thought, well, I'll just listen to this while I work. It's so great. And we actually looked up and they filmed all of the international locations in Iceland. Even though, yeah, even the Himalayas was done here. It just found a location. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it just goes to show the diversity and landscape that's here. Sure. And it's a fairly Mm -hmm. easy flight, right, to get there. It's only like five hours from our coast, right? Yeah. Same with mine. Not bad. Yeah. So easy travel. Friendly people. Very similar to, we we didn't mention this earlier, but Evelyn and I went to Norway in April. Very similar culture. Yeah. And very safe. Never felt unsafe leaving our stuff in the car or anything like that. Everyone was super helpful. Yeah. And after last night, we learned how difficult it was to break into the car. Yeah. (laughs) We tried. We tried. Yeah, you need your brother there. He could have probably got into it for you. Mm -hmm. Might have been cheap to smash the window. Uh, Honestly, yes. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. (laughs) But we don't want to. We don't want to take that that bet. Yeah, so we're not going to talk about that. And we learned lessons there, of course, when you get out of a car, make sure you have the keys or leave the door open, you know, whatever. It's just those life lessons you learn on the road. Exactly. In good company. Yeah, and you know what? Can't let that spoil a trip. Was the weather, uh, I know it was raining when you got there. Did the weather clear and get nice? Um, It rained 
and was windy most of the trip. Today is actually our first really nice day and it's our last day. It's sunny and warm-ish. But yeah, uh, two of the nights that we stayed in Vestahorn, the wind was so loud. It kind of kept us up all night. Yeah, and the car was shaking from side to side, the van. <laughs> and it was interesting. Yeah, not the best weather, but kind of I expected for Iceland. I don't know if you're like selling the- me on this van life or not. After, after those Airbnbs you stayed in in Norway, it's kind of like, yeah, that... <laughs> That's my ticket, I think. Yeah. But it's character building. It gets you out of your comfort zone. You see life in a different way. And honestly, I I don't mind it. Yeah. I mean, overall, I would do it again. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, that's good to know. So let me ask you a, a question here for each of you. What's one thing that's on your bucket list Um, You know, you have to do, I usually like to say, before you leave planet Earth, what's that one thing that you guys are young, you still got lots of things on your bucket list probably, but what's one in particular that just jumps out at you that I have to do this? I was thinking, I'm trying to think what Lauren's thinking. Are you thinking India? (laughs) Oh. We talked about doing a trip to India and getting out of our comfort zone and doing something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. That would be, India's high on my list. And somebody recommended that Evelyn and I travel to all the countries that start with I together since we've now been to Indonesia and Iceland. (laughs) So India would fit the mold. That's good. I think my bucket list. um, So Nepal has always been high on my list, Mm -hmm. the Himalayas. And (laughs) both of you all already know this, but I really want to do a motorcycle tour through Nepal. Yes. Someday. You must do that. I will do it. Yeah, you should definitely do that. That's cool. I'm not sure what mine is, but yeah. What what what's a what's a country that you've been? I would love. I would, okay. Well, my number one life goal, actually, how did I not think of this, is to go back to Norway and do a full week swimming with the orcas. Yeah. How did I not think of that? I That's know. Like my, I talk about that all the time. Everyone like loves one the orcas. Yeah. That's great. Did you? And Norway is the only country. No, I've never seen them. Uh, Okay. Norway is the only country you can legally swim with them too. So. Well, then you have to go back. Yeah, and Norway is one of those places where I would absolutely go back to. Now, did Mm -hmm. you all have a trip planned during COVID that got canceled? I can't remember. Yes. Yes. To Morocco. Morocco. Yes. Yeah. We're not sure if that one will ever happen. Happen. Yeah. Probably not. (laughs) There's too many places to go. Not enough time or money. (laughs) Yeah. Specifically money. Specifically money. That's right. Mm -hmm. But it's been it's been fun. Ladies have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, especially since you're in Iceland. It's a little bit not my normal conversation where I talk about cars and road trips. But uh, we'll switch gears just a little bit to you, Evelyn. I know what Lauren's answer is, and I'll ask you what was your very first street car my first car was a volkswagen jetta yeah it's very it's not what i would have wanted but it was what i could afford on my own paycheck okay and then i quickly replaced it with a jeep and i've never had anything but a jeep since oh jeep wrangler or cherokee yeah like uh well i had a tj before the wranglers were a thing and then i guess in yeah, two, well, no, they were a thing then, 2007. But then, no, I, I always Wranglers. I have a Gladiator right now. Okay. A Gladiator. Oh, we should mention, I mean, speaking of cars, I would like to mention the van was manual. Mm-hmm. And Evelyn <laughs> drove it the whole time. Nice. Very good. Yeah. 
Most people don't know how to drive a manual. I taught myself on that Volkswagen Jetta because I wanted I wanted it because it was cheap. So I was like, I don't know how to drive this, but I'm going to buy it and I'm going to learn. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah. That's your car. Now, an epic road trip that you've had in your life, one that just stands out to you. Oh, boy. I don't I don't I can't even think about I mean, I've only really done a few road trips where I sleep in the car, which would be like out east in Canada. But I didn't love that. That was very boring. I did a very like therapeutic road trip to Virginia once from where I live with my dog. And like nothing noteworthy or mentionable happened, but it was just like a good time in my life, I guess. But I haven't done a lot of like road tripping, to be honest with you. Yeah. Have you been to the U.S. much? Oh, yeah, a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have. Yeah. But I think like even driving around Iceland back in 2013, I, I, I really did actually love that because I came by myself and I rented a van and I just drove around the whole country by myself. And it was before it was very, very touristy. Like I never really saw anyone the whole time. So that was probably my favorite road trip. Um, OK. Yeah. Good. And then so I'll ask you both this. If you could head out today and can't go with each other. Uh, you get to take a road trip with someone. They're dead or alive. You get to take this trip. Who would it be and where would you go? These are loaded questions. Lauren, what do you think? Well, usually I send them to people oh. before. I usually send them to people before we do this. So you get a little time to think about it. So you think about it for a yeah. second. I have a thought. I've I never actually asked have a good you thought. this, Lauren. So this is good. I know. I'm I'm thinking about it. And I think I would take Mima Wright, my grandma. Mm. Yeah. She had dreams of living in a van. She loved to travel. Right? Am I right? She did. I think she would be a blast to have. And it would just be, I don't know. That's fun. Yeah, I think I think that's where the lineage of travel love comes from. Okay, love it. (laughs) Would you agree, Dad? I would totally agree. And you would need to have plenty of time because I always said about her, she would stop and check everything out along the way. So if if she went to Iceland with you, you would probably need about a month because it would not (laughs) be a fast-paced trip. Honestly, I, I need to take her and Mom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mom, your mom would speed her up. Or she likes uh, to travel. They might slow each other down. <laughs> they would probably slow each other down, Evelyn. They both uh, that that is. Boy, I hadn't thought about that. That's good. That's funny. Okay, Evelyn, you I'd have time. So nothing. now now you have to figure out who you're going with. I would probably just go with my 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 husband and our son. Yeah. Yeah. And do something. If we ever had that much time off together, that would be amazing to just go on like a family road trip. Yeah. I don't even know that I care where. Like maybe. Yeah. I would love to just road trip from like New York to California. Like I know that's a, that's just like a very probably typical answer, but just like across the states and do a bunch of thrifting and see. I don't know. It'd be safe and fun. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great answer, and Lauren can share with you an event. I won't talk about it here, but that I do. There's a there's still a cross country highway here called U.S. Route 50. We actually live on 50, and it runs from Maryland to California. Oh, perfect! And it travels the back roads. And I mean, there are stretches of road where you see no one. And it's probably one of the most beautiful drives from the Utah border to California in particular. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. I've, I've driven from my from Ontario to uh, Minneapolis before, but that's the furthest I've made. Well, I thank you both for being on my show and, and sharing a little bit about your trip to Iceland, your trip in a van, and uh, 
the challenges of that, but the, also the beauty of Iceland. Tell my listeners now how to find how to find you, maybe either on social media, on the web, wherever that might be, in case someone needs your services, they can reach out to you. Well, I think I've probably shared this before, but you can find me at laurenneal.com or on Instagram at Lauren, not one, not two, but three underscores, Neil. <laughs> we'll never get over that. No, we won't. <laughs> My website is evelynbarkey.com and my Instagram is just the same at evelynbarkey. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dan, the Road Trip Guy, and we look forward to having you back again next time. In the meantime, if you want to find me, you can find me on the internet at danny, D-A-N-N-Y, Neil, N-E-A-L, dot com. Until we meet up again, keep having conversations and keep driving. Mm-hmm.